deja vu. Right? Hey, everybody. You have no idea what just happened for the last five minutes, but uh, we were talking some stuff. Man, were we talking stuff. I don't know. This happened, actually, when during a River West 24, JK and I did like a full 30, 40 minutes of shit, and we had never pushed the button. I forgot to push the button, everybody, but that's not a big deal because I don't think we actually talked about that much shit, but... I said it was Bob's birthday. Happy birthday, Bob. Happy birthday, Bob. Up, Schaefer. And we talked about the impending uh, purchase of a humongous building where there may be some bike stuff. And if it actually happens, we'll do that. What? Cut the music, man. It'll stop itself. See? See? It just goes away on its own. Don't even have to do anything. Man, that's a long way to wait. But we were talking. Yeah, I suppose. So it's fine. Yeah. All right. Hey, everybody. It's uh, show number 217 here at Full Spectrum Cycling. I was going to say weekly dose of fat, but I caught myself (laughs) right before I said that. Were you out with someone for his birthday? It is indeed not the weekly dose of fat. It is Full Spectrum Cycling. Show. We're here in the... Okay, so here's something we didn't talk about before... We didn't talk about anything because we weren't recording. Is that freaking rain seems to follow me? Yeah, yeah. This place was, I don't know, three to five years. No water in this place at all. Yesterday, water. Why do I have, why do I, have, I, I get the window. That's fine. I understand that. I know I'm not an idiot. I leave the windows open on occasion and it rains. If this was not the case, it was not an open window, but it still came in there. So I'm like, I got, you know. It was serious rain. Yeah, but also where my exactly, this is 1,600 square feet. My computer is not even two feet by, you know, 15 inches. It was dripping on my computer from upstairs, third floor, through the through the ceiling. Had nothing to do with the walls or anything. And I'm like, what? I heard this tap. Yep. Tap. Tap. I'm like, what's that dripping on? It's dripping directly on your laptop. My laptop. Lid closed? No. No. <laughs> Still seems to be working. Hopefully we're, we're, but yeah. So anywhere else in this whole place, I don't care about much in here, even though there's it's a lot bikes of bikes and stuff. Well, there's a lot of cool shit in there here. Is. Yeah, what if it dripped on the, the you know the salon chair? Do I care? No. no. If it dripped on the stereo, maybe because I like listening to my ninety one point seven WMSE badass right. music radio station. But your computer? It didn't. It was dripping on the confuser, and I was like, "You gotta be kidding me!" I don't know how it follows me around. I must just have like you know, is it Pigpen that has the dark cloud over him mm-hmm. and Charlie Brown mm-hmm. all the time? Pretty sure. I mean. That's got to be what it was. I just have this aura where rain follows me around. And so, fortunately, it's not raining today. Or It, it was pretty we, intense. We didn't, it was only two and a half inches. It yeah, wasn't my, that our, much. My office had water coming through the floor. Okay. Well, so it wasn't an insignificant It was event. a fast amount of two inches of rain. Yeah. Or, so know, that the short duration been. of time. Is and and that. to be fair, in this building... It's if it's from the northeast, it will be affected, which is semi rare in the summer. It usually comes from the southwest. In the winter, we get it from the northeast all the time, but by that time, it's usually frozen rain, which doesn't really matter that much. 
It's cool. Yeah. So anyway. Oh hey. Hey, hey, Tony, Tony, yep, Tony, yep, Tony, yep. Tony, 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 I got a thing. I got to do this thing. I got to push this button thing. Oh, button pushing. Hey, welcome to the radio program. Caller, who do we have on the line? Hi, guys. This is Mark Peterson from Ogden, Utah. How are you guys doing? Well, he, whenever he calls in, he has such a good voice. He does, him, man. He, He's got a great voice for calling. <laughs> welcome, Mark Peterson. You, oh, I'm well. Your voice well. was made for radio. Your Well, your face was made for radio, too, but... Aren't we? Yeah, we can all say that. We can all say that. That is a fact. How's it going, my good brother? I, it's been a long time since we chatted on account of we were offline, not doing stuff for a while. What's been going on in your yeah, life? Yeah, yeah. Oh, all kinds of stuff. Uh, good things, challenging things. Um, I, I guess you might say bad things, but not really bad things. It's more like um, – Things that are difficult that you don't want to do, but you have to do anyhow kind of thing. Gotcha. That makes sense? Ex- yep. Extrapolate. Life. Please, please explain. Um, I, I, I find myself in a strange place right at the moment. Um, I've, I've got a great job. I've got great support. I've got everything that I need financially, emotionally, phys- or um, not emotionally, but uh, financially, physically, everything around me is fine. Um, but I find myself with a lack of self-love, like, like I've been in such a dark place for so long that that, uh, psychology is having a hard time letting go. And it's just, um, persisting deeper and deeper into the successful phase of my life. And I find it very troubling. So I've recently seeked out counseling. Good for you. And is that, so this has been in the not too distant past. Are you finding that helpful yet? Um, my first uh, counseling appointment was supposed to be for today, but I'm dyslexic. So it's for next Tuesday. <laughs> right. but, you know, yeah, whatever. That's actually, um, that's been no, going around. I'm into it. I guess for some reason. Yeah. No, oh, I, it, I, it, it is, it has helped me a great deal in the past. Um, I, I, I'm not a newcomer to, going and talking with someone that is professional. And I'm, I'm very much looking forward to doing it again because I have a, a series of like kind of what the fuck kind of questions like about life and to get other people's perspective on those questions. It's very interesting, especially when you get it from someone who's trained in, in those kinds of fields. Right on. I am curious. I, I'm, I'm, I'm the guy that says I can fix myself. I don't fucking yeah, need I, you. You know, I often fall. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, and, and I'm probably wrong in that, but um, I don't think I need fixing. I'm pretty happy with myself. But, everybody but, else would yeah, say, yeah, yeah, you need fixing, though, fucking jackass. Mark, I, <laughs> I have to ask you a question, Mark. Mark, are you, yeah. a dog, are you a dog guy? Oh, I love dogs. Unfortunately, I do not have a fenced yard because I, I, I believe it's cruel to keep a dog inside constantly. I think that they need to be able to... Uh, go outside and spend days outside and, and the outside critters. And so it's not fair to have a dog, the kind of dog that I would like to have, which would be like a mid-sized dog. But well, right now I've got two cats that are super awesome and super indifferent. <laughs> yeah. That's what cats do. Yeah. Cat, I, I was just thinking, you cat, know, cats could give a shit. Dogs do, actually love you. Right. Do you have a shop yeah. dog? Um, I, I, Kind of don't want a little teeny dog. No, I'm saying, um, does the shop have a dog? 
Oh, um, there's there's dogs that come down to the shop, and I am around dogs quite often, and I that, love it. So I, I don't have yeah. a lack of canine presence. In my awesome. Life, that sure. was that was one of my things that would help me with my stress level because I yeah I love dogs, as I'm sure you've seen. Yeah, there's with, something. Yeah, there's a connection that you get from like that that interaction with with an animal. I, it, it's amazing. I, I think that's are kind of underrated in our society to a certain extent, even though everyone, everyone admits their family yet we kind of, they, they take a second, second row seat to everything else, you know, sometimes, some ways. sometimes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like people will mistreat their animals and that kind of reflects if they're mistreating their kids. You, absolutely. Know, you know what I mean? Absolutely, I dude. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I feel that carries on to the kids too, you know, when, when that rolls. Hey, can, can we talk about something about bikes? Yeah, I was going to ask you guys wait, real quick first. What happened? Where'd you go? And now that you're back, what the fuck? Greg, I'll let you field that one. And then I have a compelling article, an article as you, as a bike mechanic, I'm looking for input on. And where, where did, where did we go? Uh, well, you know, in the last two months we've done some stuff, but. Most recently, I don't know, we've been around town doing... Well, the shop got broken into. Events, yeah. He probably doesn't know that. He, he, Your shop got broken into? Oh, three times in uh, a week. Week. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was before... That was, well, be, that's why we... Sort of why we kind of had a hiatus is that the shop got broken into three times over Memorial Day weekend, basically, that time frame. And we had to move yeah. really quickly because the owners of the building were shitheads. Mm, sorry, Al, you're a shithead. Um, I'm not sorry you're a shithead. I'm not sorry you he's are a shithead either. Shithead. He's a shithead. Uh, so we had, they would not do anything to secure it. They did, they're like, oh, blah, blah, blah. It's your problem, not ours. And so we said we're out, which we did move. And it was hasty. And I think... In the end, what's going to happen is we're going to pull back from having a retail shop for a little while and try to reassess what we're doing uh, as far as the... We're not going to stop doing cool, custom, good shit, but we're going to stop doing it in a retail environment. And honestly, I think you can chime in on this, Mark, what you see at the shop is that I think we're looking at four, maybe five years of serious contraction in the bike industry because the pandemic hosed everybody in a lot of different ways. Number one, people bought a lot of bikes during the pandemic. And so there is a shit ton of used bikes out there. Um, A shit ton of bikes that are sitting in garages, not getting ridden and not going to the shop to get fixed. And the supply chain is still not back to being to the point where as a small shop, I mean, we're not a million dollar, $2 million shop or, or a big, you know, buying power concern. I can't buy parts today and have them delivered tomorrow except on Amazon. And I had a guy today or, well, we did his, we did his uh, Pugsley. He wanted uh, new hydraulic brakes instead of the old BB sevens that he had. Well, I said, dude, you can go online right now and buy those for half of what I can buy them for from my distributor. How is that a good model for a bike business? Right, right. Exactly. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I, I don't understand how a shop like me 
is going to stay in business. The way it's going to stay in business is I'm not going to have a retail presence. We're going to do one-off custom jobs. We're going to do stuff for people that know us and like us. And we're going to, like do, the, quality, we're going to do the things that we do well. And I'm certainly not going to um, uh, put it, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars of bikes on the floor that are going to get devalued in a week. Right. Buy 10 different e-bikes um, <laughs> of varying styles and then rent them. These are not bad. These are not bad. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. But wait, speaking of e-bikes, you have come right into my question as a as a bike shop mechanic and e-bike holic and e-bike holic such as myself. Very true. So today, uh, actually, it came out on the tenth of of this month of of August, um, and it's e-bike companies are fighting to be exempt from right to repair laws. Are you familiar with right to repair laws? I am not. Hang on, hang on one second, yeah, fellas. Go ahead. I've got a, a temporary interruption. One moment. Give me fifteen seconds. Take it. Very temporary. Is that house vacant next door? It is not. Is it, it vacant? Is okay. And you guys have lived here for a while, then too. I've lived here for like twenty years. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, because I'm looking at properties to rejuvenate the area. Okay. That tell that guy to take a hike. Uh, tell him. Tell him we said buyer. Take tell a him. hike. Corporate buyer. I'm actually in the middle of a radio show. Corporate buyer, blow me. I can't do this at the moment, but I wish you the best day. I can't tell you exactly what those guys are saying. Probably any of my friends. Oh, okay, no. So you're not interested in selling? Oh, no worries, no worries. Yeah, yeah. Just get the fuck out, dude. Have a good day. Thanks, bye. Check out Zillow, bro. Zillow. That's your That's your huckleberry. Sorry about it. Dude, my fucking house. That's going to be the best part of this podcast. Was he going to give you like seven hundo for it or hell? something? Sell it for seven oh, hundo. No, Get the fuck no. out of there. Tell him you want his first child. That's <laughs> yeah, what I tell him when exactly. he's trying to get me. Then try to rent an apartment for two thousand dollars a month, right? One bedroom. Yeah, right? that's crazy. So okay, fuck that. Um, right to repair laws. Are, Anyhow, back are, to the question. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry about the the delay. We were doing. Uh, the I enjoyed right to repair. it. No. Yeah, right to repair laws are basically. Um, there's certain companies that want to prevent end users from repairing the products they buy from them. Apple was one of them. Apple was. They are not. Tes- so much Tesla anymore. was. Um, so the whole deal is, is there the e-bike manufacturing and actually something that kind of bothers me because I did, I did sponsor them, but um, people for bikes is a national trade organization mm-hmm. representing manufacturers. Um, they want they're they're using this as a guise of safety. Like you shouldn't allow someone that doesn't know what they're doing to repair their electric bike. Which I exactly. technic, I technically agree with, but that's not the kind of person that's going to try to repair their electric bike. Right, for sure. That's exactly true. So they um, well, what do you guys think of a model where where companies or, or shops there's a sort of certification level where you're certified to work on certain kinds of things to give kind of a, a bonded kind of product for, for the client. You know how I'm, when people come repair your house or a bonded construction worker, so whatever they do is kind of guaranteed. What if there was that, something along those lines? Yeah, I'm, well, I'm fine with that, yeah, but they should also offer the individual the opportunity to try it themselves. Right. And there is kind of that, like sure. Bosch has a bunch of training 
Yama has a bunch of training. Shimano has a bunch of training so that people that work on the systems in the shops know what's going on. That, that it makes perfect yeah. sense. The problem is yeah. all those companies are selling mostly through reputable shops like your own shop, uh, not True. not direct to consumer like a Bafang motor or right. even the CY. Dude, the CYC motors are so badass. I cannot. I can tell Super you. Lightweight. I too. can tell you right now. Those motors are badass. Um, yes, the software is a yeah. little buggy. Yes, things are a little. They're still a little new, but my goodness, those things are great. But so. It's just, it's the difference between going to a professional and trying to do it yourself. I get it. But not everybody, yeah. it's like, oh, I can work on cars. I'm a great car mechanic. Yes, maybe. But you don't understand the torque specs on a bike. You don't understand how things are done. And you, you know, you can't just say because I can work on a, a refrigerator, I can work on a bike. It doesn't make sense. Of course. But you should still True. be able to break your own bike if you want to. Well, yeah, for sure. Yeah. What you got? What's what's what you got going on in the background there? I hear noise. Is are you listening? Yeah, to? yeah. Um, oh, it's Breaking Away, uh, the movie Breaking Away. Sorry, oh, right on! Nice. God, I love that. I figured I figured that would be a good good background thing. I love I that movie. It's a great that movie. Me. Oh, Tony, Tony's making the dingy ding thing. Ding ding dingy ding ding. Top of the hill, everybody. Hey. What you drinking, Mark? Um, I am taking a break from alcohol right now. Right on. Well, that's uh, sorry having super awesome. So, so is JK, and that's why he's not on the show today. <laughs> oh well, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm not quitting drinking. I want to just be completely clear about that. I I just know that um, in my current situation, my psychology will do better if I don't dump a bunch of uh, depressants on it. You know, mm-hmm. that it just doesn't make any sense. And so just from a common sense point of view, even though they're delicious, tasty beverages that are so good, mm, um, so good. they're just a, something that can wait a little while in my life and I can replace with ice water or tea or something right else. You know what I mean? I'll be fine. And later on, after I feel a little bit more stable, there will be one of those nights where I let loose and we get going again. Right Ooh, nice. Nice. What are we drinking? Tony yeah. Tony brought the beer tonight, so I'm going to let tonight him explain um, what we're drinking. We're having the uh, Surly Logic Bomb Juicy IPA, which is really juicy. It's actually very juicy. Yeah, it's very, very um, pineapple-y, I would say, or fruity, yeah. citrusy. You're kind of fruity. Um, I'm citrusy? Kind of fruity. Yeah, I'll say citrusy, but the nice thing is, is it's only 5.5. Is so it's drinkable. Yeah. I mean, it's, can, it's not it's, like you you're drinking something it a eight, little bit. you know. What what's the finish like on it? Like, is it got a bitter, or does it just Aley. fade, or is it a, like a quiet? It's kind of an ailey, yeah. Finish. It's to it's be not, fair. It's not. Not. I I will say it's 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 regular. You're not. I, yeah. It, yeah. Nothing. I'll try another one. And let you know. Yeah, and I have had a couple of Lagunitas no. before this one. So uh, here's here's a question for you, right. Mark, and 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 this might go sure. to the uh, the the just the Still way fruity. the. Wait, the way the brain works, because you're investigating how your brain works. And Absolutely. I don't know why people don't figure this out when they're like 15, how your brain works. And some people maybe do, but it's like certain things, alcohol, maybe microdosing mushrooms, maybe smoking some weed, sure. maybe, maybe doing other sure. things. Maybe that's what your particular body needs or your particular <laughs> physiology needs. I am yeah. gonna, I'm going to investigate the micro dosing of the shroomies because mm. 
I know what it is to do a lot of them and go to a show and have a really good time, but I've understood sure, from sure. a lot of people that it can really cut down on your anxiety level if you just do very small quantities of it. So I'm kind of curious about that. I've heard the same thing, and I encourage your exploration, and I look forward <laughs> to your results. <laughs> yes. Hey, I'm Wendy, I'm going to start micro. That's my wife. Wendy, I might start microdosing pretty soon. Don't worry about it. I don't even know It'll how you would start to find, find how that would happen. That's, um, oh, yeah. the, every, that's I think I think they might be legal here in Utah or uh, on the way to being legal. I know that across the country there's a movement to make uh, mushrooms legal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, like I said, I can say you know, like doing a, a good quantity of them, it's definitely a thing. And I don't mind it, but it's not something I want to do every day. Taking me back um, to college. Oh yeah, yeah. You're not yeah. you're get, not getting a whole lot of therapeutic value from like seeing elves jump out of trees. You know, yes. it's fun. But well, sometimes when they're surrounded by auras, it's awesome though. <laughs> yes, right. no. The the right. ther- it's, it's so it's, it is the therapy the portion is different though. It, right. It, yeah, the microdosing is different. It's not you're not tripping out. It's it's having a, a much smaller effect, but it is having a cognizant effect on you. Yeah. From what I understand. Yeah, I, I. It's also from what I understand. I don't have any firsthand experience. I'm I'm willing to experiment. I just need to find the. I find it fascinating. The, the vehicle to. Get get with it. I, is, I switch jobs to reduce that, my stress. Where you could go to your doctor. No, can you go to your doctor and get get that? Done? Not in Wisconsin. Or you have to go. Well, like, the right doctor, maybe yeah. doctor. You know, right. feel good. Doctor, doctor feel good. good. Um, you know, because yeah. I know that, I mean, I do still sometimes use edibles for just relaxing at night. I don't smoke sure. weed anymore, really, except maybe after the show tonight. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. you know, it's just, I, so I got a guy that's going over to Michigan and he can, they're super cheap. I'm like, let me try these things and see if they work for me. It isn't that, you know, I need to be completely out of my mind i just need something to kind of set me a little straight sometimes and yeah, I, I don't yeah, know what that of, thing uh, is it's not alcohol i guarantee there, you that uh it's there's other things that would be way better right yeah yeah there's it feels like uh, through life stresses there's like a grip that clenches us it, it just squeezes and squeezes and squeezes and it's we don't know how to release that pressure and it, sometimes it takes something very unusual and, you know, I've found oftentimes it's something that's outside of the realms of traditional <laughs> therapy. Sure. Which yeah. is kind of interesting. I agree. hundred uh, percent. Um, I wanna... have a question for you, fellas. Go now. ahead. Because um, I, I, I find myself in an interesting place, and I trust you guys, and you guys inspire me. So I, I, I'm in a place where I'm like in writer's block. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, I'm in a creative lull where mm. I just am not chasing anything and I'm feeling like I'm floating around and I'm, my wagon isn't hitched to a vehicle and I'm, I just don't know which, which way I'm kind of going. Thus, you know, my, my situation on a greater scale. But I guess what I'm trying to say is when you guys hit that place, that, that spot where you're like, what am I doing where am I going and what do I want to be? What have you done in the past to kind of reconcile or at least address it in a constructive way? 
microdosing. <laughs> um, no, right? I don't know. Right. No, I'm kidding. Well, no, I'm not kidding. But no, a little, you know, a little history about me, man. Is is I've been in IT for thirty two years now, and I did. I got to a point where I, it just was like too much for me, and I'm like, I have to leave. And I went and took a factory job, and you know, basically polished stainless steel for a year. Uh, in a in a brewing supply company, which I thought was also really cool. yeah, yeah, it was kind of you know nice, but, yeah. but, copacetic. You know, cool. I needed I needed to it get cool. away, and then after I got away and I couldn't feel my hands for a few days, and it was really a lot of physical labor. Yeah, I went back to being an IT <laughs> person, but for me, Mark, in all honesty, it's totally different because I have, um, I have, I'm really fortunate to have this daughter who's some sort of fucking super genius who. You know, is mm-hmm. is doing really insanely well at the university that I work at, and she's not even at the university I work at yet. And then on the other side of things, I have a three year old son who you know is severely ADHD. So terrorizer, yeah, he he is, and he's huge. So I my life, uh, you know, the the way I have to just I have to roll with the punches every morning, and sometimes the punches are literally physical. Yeah, you know, oh, totally. You, yeah, you know. So I'm in a, you know, I'm in a really completely different, and and also, don't get me wrong, extremely stressful, and you know, but you know, I I long for the day that I get to leave my IT job and quite honestly go work in a bike shop like you, um, so that I can, oh, so beautiful, you know, dude. oh, Quit dude, I'm, job I'm, now I'm, go work in a bike shop. I can't. I got two kids to pay college for. Uh, okay, I know, I know, okay. I know, but okay. I'm just saying. Okay, let's get Tony in a bike shop because I have this idea about a cult that, that, that cult. revolves around people working in bike shops. <laughs> I like it already. No, it's, I mean, you know you know the cult out by you, right? I mean, you know my family founded that cult. Yeah. It's in your area. Uh, I, I, would, I am I, familiar with them. I would like to find a way that we, not super insidious, but just through... Mechanics in bike shops basically start to tell the story of what's really important in life, and I I, I wrote right. a I, I wrote a missive about this a long time ago, and I gave it to my buddy Ivan, and he's like, "You're onto something here. We have to have like five thousand bike shops so we can get a an army of you know it's just but I agree every I bike mechanic that I know pretty much has their head on straight." And what's important is, you know, I can't, I, I can't go through like specifics, but what's important is that you live a good life, you do good things, and you make people happy. And that just seems like a bike yeah. mechanic's job is to make people happy and, you know, not bitch about shit and... Right. I don't know. I I I'm. I wish I had my. It's kind of my job too. I wish I had my but, thing here because I, I was really good. I, I I spent some time on this because I thought maybe you know it might be a book at some point. I'm gonna do like a an L. Ron Hubbard thing, only a different different kind nice. of path. Which nice. Sort of cooler spaceship. That was and an stuff. acid guy though. So I'm not saying you can't microdose hey, acid ben, either. Ben. But yeah. Sven, yeah. if, 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 if Jesus came back right now, he'd probably be a bike mechanic, bro. That's actually not a bad idea. I kind of like that. That's idea. a t-shirt if ever there was I, one. I just saw a t-shirt. Jesus a t-shirt left and right, bro. Mechanic. Speaking of bike mechanics and Jesus, uh, I think 
So Chewy was just at Single Speed USA, spreading the love nice. down there in Kansas City. Right on. I think he's going to do a show. He did a show. We should have a show. We actually got a couple in the can from Chewy. But, nice. you know, so, it's, so we do a lot of underground, off-the-edge kind of events. And I think from the outside, people might go, like, those guys are jackasses. But from the inside, you go, we're, I think we're kind of doing something important, which is just, you know, get camaraderie and get like-minded people and then spread the love, the word, the love, whatever, out there. And uh, it's a connective tissue. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. There you go. Wait a wait a bring it smartly around to the actual crux of the situation. Well, I I think it's a beautiful idea, but but here here we can ponder. What is the best way to make it manifest? How how do you make that materialize? And it has to be something that's organic and self starting. Like you drop the seed and that shit grows. Yeah, okay, Johnny Appleseed. Let's get that guy on the show next yeah. because yeah, that guy it'll get. kind of walked around and did that, basically. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't have the answer. Maybe one I'm, of us needs to go mobile. <laughs> well, three to five years, I am on the road. Once Wendy is retiring and we're traveling and she's like, oh, yeah, what do yeah. you think about living the van life? I go, Sign me up. I live the van life by myself, pretty pretty happy with just being in the van. But if we're going to be on the road, we're going to want a bigger thing, and we're going to want to stay in hotels yep. now and again. We um, we yeah. were um, <laughs> at my mother's internment this weekend, which means we were, of course, putting her ashes in the... In internment? In internment is what it's called when it's actually someone in... in, in oh, in an urn. Yeah, in gotcha. an oh, and okay. Uh, okay. Which, you know, mm. she, she died in 2022. But as we were leaving, we mm. uh, we were at a, in a parking lot, and I saw, quite frankly, the most bitchin' Mercedes customized, like, on-the-road van life van with two huge electric bikes off the back. And I'm like, I looked at him, like, told Molly, I'm like, that's quarter million to 400 grand right Yeah, there. yeah. No. Like, I, that's so unbelievable. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have both seen it or not, but there's a, there's a video going around on every major social media thing about a couple of downhill racers that just built a big-ass van that, I swear to God, the thing had to be 300 grand. Oh, yeah. Carries five bikes. Yeah. Got, it's, got, it's got a shower. You know, it's, it's kicking oh, ass, yeah, they, but... Yeah. It's unrealistic it's an for RV. the average. It's a, yeah, it's a small RV, but even like even the Winnebago yep. Sprinter conversion is, is quarter million. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. My my minivan with my conversion costs about forty eight bucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like I if nobody does if, I don't know how people don't figure out a, a, the old school Grand Caravan and maybe the new ones still have it, but the stow and go seats, pull them out. Yep. You have so much storage. Fill up your holes with your dry goods and your clothes, and you still have a flat floor. And you can put mm-hmm. a couple, couple of bikes, bikes in, in there. there. You can get your office in there. But it's really it's really one person. It's not, I mean. Two people uh, could pull that It off. could be a cozy two. Very cozy. Yeah, two is a challenge. That, that is a challenge because uh, individuals, they need their own little space. They From time to time, you can't be together constantly so there's got to be some kind of 
aspect of that reflected in it. But I, I love the idea. And what I really love about the idea is kind of that you're free. You're allowed to go from place to place. You're not tethered to a, a mortgage or a landscape, or maybe you are, but it's, it's passive income. Now you're renting it out and you're getting money from it, but you're out right. on your mobile self exploring the world during the age when you're really doing your accounting of what really matters in life. Well, I think once you hit about 45, 50, um, your approach to life changes drastically. You're no longer a warrior trying to hunt down the biggest game. Now you're trying to find the meaning of everything around you, the meaning of yourself, the definition of everything, or at the very least, maybe not the meaning, just kind of understanding it a little bit as it relates to you. And I think that that is a whole different attitude or look at life than people in their 30s and 20s and even younger. It's radically different. Yeah, for sure. No, I, I think that's actually a good explanation. I do. I like it a lot. <sighs> I like it. All right. Well, Mark, thank you very much for being on the show. I think we've actually done a great job of having a good conversation. And yeah. we're going awesome. to kind of finish it off, but you're welcome anytime. I think, you know, we're yeah, if you, if you ever get any vacation, why don't you come to Wisconsin? Yeah, you really got to come here oh, next, next, next July and do River West 24. Oh, you should do probably that. Probably the, I'm, the, I'm only, the only reason. Wait, 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 before we can do that, Mark, how old are you again? I am 53. Oh, he's not going to quite make the geezer club. Oh, we got a couple of years because there's a new class that's called uh, old. Not, oh, not vintage. What is no, it? No, it starts with an L. L older. Whatever. Elder. Elder, elder class. class. Elder. Either way, it gives me a couple of years to get in way better shape. I'll tell you guys right now, I have dumped about 3,000 miles into bikes just so far this year. Nice. So I am riding more now than I have ever in my Freaking life. Freaking fantastic. Coming together like you would not believe. In two or three years, I'm going to be a monster. I'm poking you in the tummy. Well, to, to, to that point, though, the River West 24 isn't really about being the fastest. It's mm -hmm. about... Because the way it's structured. Having the most fun. It's a pretty much about having the most fun. And, yes, you have, to Ooh, ride some, you have to ride some laps, but really to win it, you have to want to do all the bonus checkpoints. Yep. And those are fun. So, yes, you need to do, do some you, laps. Do you have to drink, drink shots? Some, at, at the bonus sometimes. Drink sometimes. Shots? Sometimes. Awesome. Awesome. Yep. Bonus, was Bob at bonus checkpoint too this year? No, he did no. not make it from Kelly. Well, it was always no, a no, Tully no. shot. You could just do a shot every time he came. Uh, through we do an event two. out here. We do an event out here called Party Cross, and it's like cycle cross, but for party people. And um, there are, is a whiskey shortcut. Nice. And so in a race, there's about ten laps. There's about ten laps worth of time, right? So you could take the whiskey shortcut ten times. Nice. And uh, we've had participants do that and knock like 10 shots of the shittiest hottest whiskey down Ooh. and then pedal their bikes like a monster through it this thing was so much fun i can't tell you it was super not appropriate and probably like destructive to a lot of people's lives but it was so much fucking fun people blew chunks they yeah. had to we, yeah, we oh, have a yeah. we have a oh, similar yeah. thing here called Urban Jungle Cross, where you eat chicken every lap, you Ooh, do a shot, shot every lap, <laughs> yeah. uh, you might get a beer every lap. There, but yeah, awesome. It's 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 a it's a tried and true uh, recipe for a good event for sure. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. All right, I Mark. Just ultimately, what I'm getting at is we need to get together. I love you guys. I hope you guys have a great week. Thank you so much for allowing me to come on and kind of share some hey, of my anytime. life. Thank, thank you. And thank also you. giving me feedback. You know, like your feedback means a lot to me, and I appreciate it. Love you guys. Have a great show, and I will talk to you later. All right, man. You. Love you. Peace. Talk to you soon. Bye. Peace. Mark Peterson, everybody. Ogden, Utah. Uh, great guy. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's the name? Pronghorn. Critical pronghorn. Thing. Yeah, cycles. Pronghorn cycles or pronghorn bikes out there. And there's a couple locations out that way. I love him because he's a critical, critical thinker. He I does mean, have he some great actually, things to I, think about. So here's anybody else that wants to be on this show. Here's a nice thing that he does. He asks us questions. Mm-hmm. Makes me think, which mm-hmm. right now is not like my strong point, but... Um, I, okay. I, I appreciate that he asks questions of the expert panel of Tony Berger and uh, and uh, Sven. Sven is oh, yeah. four feet away from me. By the way, it's Tony and Sven today. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, it's no joke. Hey. You probably figured that I'm out. I'm going to guess that was easy. Um, I so we again we we so here's a couple quick things I just wanted to run through real quick. Amtrak. Oh yeah has cut bicycle capacity on the Hiawatha, Hiawatha, Hiawatha service from uh, Milwaukee to Chicago. And it actually affected a couple of teams that were coming up. Yeah, they want to come to the ride. River West 24. So it's like, well, you buy a ticket, you throw your bike on the train, you don't put it in a box, you just throw it on there. But because of um, equipment shortages and shitty planning, they don't have the capacity to take very many bikes. So if you... Maybe I'm not. They're coming up with this in a few months. They'll have three bikes on every car, but I'm not even sure that's enough. No. But I, I just, I mean, that was a really great thing is to be able to throw your bike on a train, go down to Chicago, and ride, ride home. Yep. Or ride home or whatever. Yeah. Or even ride. Yeah. I mean, you ride a sturt event and catch the rest of it back, too. Yeah. And I mean, right now, if you want to come up from Chicago, you have to go to Kenosha and then ride the rest of the way. Right. On the Metra or whatever right. their their train is called, so hopefully Amtrak gets that shit figured out. Oh, uh, I went to Ghost and Amana Marth show at uh, Ampham. You didn't see Cleone? She didn't take your ticket. Was she there? She does that ticketing. Oh yeah, I don't know. No, I, I'm not even sure What'd anybody frisked me. It was a very good show. Those those guys. I mean, they're it's Amana Marth is uh, Norwegian and. Ghost is Swedish, and they're kick-ass, you know, metal, hard, hardcore metal shit. It was fucking badass. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Thanks, Mark Peterson. Uh, I think we're going to kind of be done today. We we did a show and a half because we got someone forgot to turn on the thing. <laughs> so thank you very much. Show 217 is in the can, and uh, I guess 218 next week. Thank you very much for yeah. listening. And, uh, bye. Bye. Bye.